Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, and good night. My name is Bolu, and welcome to The Corner. It's not just any corner, it's not just my corner, it's not just your corner. This is The Corner, the show where it is a safe place for everyone and everything good, bad, and or somewhere in the middle. Ooh, man, it feels good to be able to say that so fast. Today is our first episode together, and I am very excited to be able to do this with you. So we're going to be talking about food first and foremost. Sound good? If you actually responded to me there, thank you for your commitment, but uh, you're goofy for that one. So, if we're going to be spending three episodes together, and since I have 15 minutes to fill, I'm going to try to make it as interesting as possible, you know? Just try to make it fun. So don't stress, this ain't going to be no healthy vegan food choice type B. Don't even get me started on vegans, bro. I'm playing, I'm playing, we're all friends here. Nah. But for real. We're going to take a look into many different types of food cultures and maybe even ways the food culture has evolved in different places around the world. So let's start from home. What does good old Moose County have to offer in terms of food? Well, except for nothing with salt and everything just being made of pure sugar. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, calm down. You crazy Canucks. (laughs) Nah, but for real, let me tell you about the Canadian diet. Now, I know y'all Canadians wild with this one. Get this. A stereotypical breakfast for your average Canadian usually consists of eggs, some sort of fried pork, whether it's sausage or bacon, and some kind of fried potatoes, you know, like hash browns and all that. And also bread or toast, pancakes with syrup, cereal, or oatmeal. Yeah, I know. Real shocker. In all the research I did for this, for that part, I must say I am surprised. I at least thought they'd drop like Tim Hortons or something. At least talk about the Canadian addiction to coffee like it was heroin, bro. Like, damn. I'm surprised the free healthcare doesn't cover a coffee bloodstream transfusion, bro. Like, come on. Y'all be drinking that. You might as well inject it. Jeez, you're not serious. Anyways. <laughs> and don't think I'm getting off that egg thing. Don't 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 get me wrong, though. People can have their preference and how they want to eat their breakfast and their eggs. But y'all still out. Oh, man, y'all out of pocket. I'm talking about you runny yolk egg people. Like... What makes you think that's a good idea? Like, if I wanted an alive meal, I'd become a sadistic cannibal. Like, bro, no, stop this. In any case, for real, (laughs) uh, since we're talking about other meals, let's look at a stereotypical Canadian lunch. You know, for lunch, our average Canadian will enjoy mainly sandwiches, soups, or salads. (sighs) Wow. Y'all really pushing this whole no flavor thing, eh? Bipolu. Soup has flavor. Stop it. Please. Just no. No. God, no. An average Canadian soup is salt-flavored water. Maybe even with a little bit of leaves that they found in the cupboard. And even then, that salt flavor is barely there. Like, if if, if I were to know what, like, the color of white, of just pure white, if I were to know what the color white would taste like, it would be a Canadian lunch. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's no, no flavor, no color, no pink. Like, damn, like, chill. Like, come on. Like, it's actually crazy because, like, on the off chance that, it, like, the soup is not bad, like, it's not as bad as I make fun of before, y'all come out here and put cheese, milk, and all that dairy stuff in there, like, bruh. <sighs> man, I'm physically shaking my head right now. Like, I even, I even wrote a short letter to express my concerns. <clears throat> Dear Canadians, 
the world of culinary skill exists outside of dairy and sugar. Please use Superstore correctly. Okay, now the only thing I have to commend Canadians for is their dinners. Like, okay, <laughs> it's, for some reason, it's like all of y'all are anti-flavor while the sun is out. Like y'all just eating blank for 18 hours a day. Like, wear spices. That's, that's it. Wear spices. That's what I'm going to call y'all. Because like y'all are like werewolves except for spices. Y'all don't use your spices until the sun come, until the sun goes down. Like, come on now. Seriously, please. Please. Get on this. <laughs> like, like it's, it's only when the sun goes down that you guys remember. Oh, yeah. Other spices and seasonings exist. But like for real, okay, like let's let's talk about dinner. The average Canadian dinner will usually consist of like some kind of meat, pasta, or grain with vegetables, potatoes, or bread. I don't know how to comp comprehend it. Like, what about meat? Is it the meat? Yeah, I think it's the meat. It's the meat. Yeah, it's, it's got to be the meat. Like, what about the meat? Gives y'all the power to remember that your food can have taste. Like, you guys won't put anything, like any flavor in anything, except if it has meat. Like, come on. Like that's. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> like, come on, you, you gotta fix this. Anyways, not nah, like in Canadian history, it wasn't this like as much as I make fun of it for. It wasn't this roastable. Cap. Let's have a little history lesson, shall we? Remember those food guides that they used to give out in elementary or junior high health classes? You know, the ones we never paid attention to because we're all hellions that could eat like Kobayashi back then. Well, the first one that the Canadian government released was called Canada's Official Food Rules. Imagine releasing that in 2020 with all the old white people complaining about the government's control too much already. Come on. It's gonna raise hell. <laughs> nah, anyways. This food guide was released in 1942, in the middle of the Second World War. Can you believe that? The government was in the middle of a literal world war, and their biggest fear was their citizens are starting to look like Americans. Damn. Nah, 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 I'll play it though, I'll play it, I'll play it. Okay, like, like, okay, let's, let's listen to the rules that they, that they set out for the people back then. So, all, everything I'm about to say is from the government of Canada website, you know, you guys can go back and fact check me, just, just see if I'm wrong. So, for milk, the adults were told to drink half a pint every day, and for children, they were supposed to drink more than one pint of milk every day. That's so weird. And like, they, they were also told to add cheese if it was available. Cereals and breads, one serving of a whole of a whole grain cereal and four to six slices of Canada approved bread, either brown or white. They had approved bread, uh, meat and fish, or you know, etc. Anything that gives you protein, with the exception of eggs. Uh, they were to have one serving a day of meat, fish, or meat substitute, and you could also have liver, heart, or kidney once a week. Bro, if you like eating liver, heart, or kidney in this day and age, nah, you mad dangerous. Nah, you, you dangerous. Like, you got some cannibalistic type tendencies, and I'm calling your mother. Stop this. You're not serious. But, like, food rules like these changed every now and then because of the food choices in Canada. They would, like, you know, they, they would broaden a lot, and they would go from a range of unhealthy to unhealthy. Like, the range that we had back then was just kept growing and new healthier foods were introduced. And like, it wasn't until 1961, the Canadian government decide, decided maybe calling them rules is a little too uh, controlling. So that's when they started calling it the food guide and it was never the same since. That's cap again, it's pretty much been the same this entire time.
Okay, it's either time to change segments or Mario is in an undisclosed location having a really good time. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the first one and move on to Italy. Okay, Ooh. let's talk about Italy. So a stereotypical Italian breakfast is not too much different from from Canada's, you know? And going off presumptions, uh, I'm not surprised, you know, because, yeah. So for breakfast, the staple is a small pastry or cookie accompany, accompanied by coffee. The coffee is typically a cappuccino. I did not know that that was like a specific thing. I thought it was just any kind of coffee. But then again, I don't, I don't, I don't know what cappuccino is, so <laughs> I'm chilling still. Uh, yeah, just about anyone drinks coffee like it's nothing, man. I, I, I don't know why everyone does that. Hey, man, it's up to you. I don't even know what an espresso is. This ain't, this ain't my culture. I need to go hold you. So, uh, according to the Roman Candles Tours website, lunch is, lunch in Italy. Sorry, my bad. Lunch in Italy is eaten and served from 12.30 to 2.30, around that time. And most Italians will eat their meals at 1 p.m. And they generally prefer fuller meals for lunch. I mean, this kind of makes sense because, you know, lunch is described as what is supposed to be the biggest and most sustaining meal of the day. You know, this is in Italy, which I thought was crazy because I thought dinner would be like the, the heaviest one. But yeah, so their staple foods for lunch could come from like different forms like pasta, you know. Some different pastas like spaghetti or gnocchi uh it could be rice or any kind of protein and vegetables and you know that that sounds you know pretty normal i mean what else what else did you have not heart or liver anyways <laughs> yeah sorry um so dinner for the average italian is generally the same thing as lunch but the interesting thing is alcohol is added in the meal and there's so many rules and etiquettes that are seriously enforced in the culture not by police obviously but you know like just common courtesy and like the the life in italy tourist website lists some of these uh contrary to popular belief which i thought was completely shocking bread isn't actually supposed to be eaten with pasta yeah i can hear those expensive restaurants in calgary crying yeah yeah y'all really messing up huh <laughs> Like, okay, real quick, get this. The craziest part is that Italians can sometimes and usually will drink coffee after every meal. Like, this includes, you know, obviously breakfast, but lunch and dinner. The fact that coffee is so deeply rooted in the food culture in Italy is what shocks me. Like, I'm not going to lie, that's that's completely insane. And don't start feeling good about yourself, Canada. All that coffee that y'all are drinking. Mm, no, Canada, like, Italy's not not addicted to it. You don't see them talking constantly in the morning about all that. I'm crabby in the morning without my coffee. No, Stacy, it's uh, oh my god, you're dumb. It's not the stupid coffee. You're just a. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Before I wrap up this episode, there's some part of Italian food culture I haven't addressed yet. Cheese. You know, as you know, I'm not a very uh, avid cheese lover or at all. I'm I'm only gonna give one example, but just get ready. It's time for another history lesson. Kasu Martsu. If you don't know what Kasu Martsu is, it's an old Italian recipe for cheese. That is all kinds of whack, bro. Like, no. A cardinal sin. And that's ironic, considering the Vatican is right there. I'm just saying, it's not right. So, centuries ago, what these guys would do was they would take sheep's milk and make it like a regular cheese wheel. Now, the original form for that cheese is really hard and it's difficult to cut through. 
so it's like kind of it's like it's a grated cheese like parmesan uh i can't remember the uh the the the, the name for that cheese but it's a separate cheese on its own so what they would do is casamarzi was meant to be a soft cheese so let's let's let me talk through let me talk you through their softening process so what they do is they'll hollow out the wheel and leave it out to rot like just letting a whole lot of flies get in there and mess around in the cheese just do what they do it is what it is you feel me like they just let it happen and the flies will lay eggs in it and leave maggots inside and now you see i if you're not disgusted by this get some help stop this so okay so now maggots are important in this because they what they will do they're actually the reason why it gets soft so what they'll do is that they will eat the cheese and only you know take in the nutrients from that cheese and just poop out a softer version of what they eat so maggots eat the hard cheese and poop out the softer version and all all like while the cheese continues to rot by the way like it's just continuing that process and this cheese has been around this recipe for the cheese has been around for hundreds of years and you can find it in Italy for a fairly expensive price. Get this, $100 US dollars per pound. Dude, you crazy? Like, no, that, that's not right, man. Like, okay, that's, comp that, I, gross. I hate cheese as is, but to eat that, nah, nah, you got some, ugh. <laughs> I'm wasting time. Okay. <laughs> all in all, we've learned two things. Canadians, please use seasonings and spices while the sun is still up. And for the love of God, second thing, stay away from Italian cheese. Nah, I'm just playing. I, I had fun researching these things and I had fun, you know, I hope you had fun listening. Uh, this has come to the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to me just talk about, just rant about Canadian food and Italian food for like the past 15 minutes. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Hope you guys had fun. Thank you. And uh, yeah, if you made it to the end of this, thank you for sticking around. There'll always be more to come for the future. So uh, look forward to it. I would like to point out that this is our corner. So feedback is always welcome. And, you know, I would always love a conversation. So let me know what you think and let's have a conversation. You can reach me anywhere on all the platforms in the description. Remember the magic word and have a good time. Cheeks.